Welcome to Monday's Mitch Podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome back. Well, maybe it's the first time, so welcome. (laughs) My name is Mitch Newman and my podcast, this podcast, is called Mondays of Mitch. And the focus and energy is around conscious leadership, what it means to lead at a higher level of consciousness of presence, of grace, and really turning the idea uh, of leadership as many describe it or have described it in the past on its side, looking at it through a different lens, through a different perspective, and seeing if we can't literally create something from a place of joy and excitement and an exuberance for stepping into the unknown and not necessarily utilizing all of the definitions of leadership that we've been fed over the years, and maybe, just maybe, despite what some people think, oh, I'm not a leader, that everybody is, in fact, a leader, and that we all have different skills and opportunities to to lead ourselves and to lead other people at a significantly higher level than we've given ourselves credit for or have stepped into. So that's what this podcast really focuses all about. Now, I was thinking years back when I started off, I've, I've had different different careers, I would say. I've reinvented myself numerous times over the years. And one of my, I would say, my mid-20s, I had left, I was in entertainment management. I was working as an assistant for a very seasoned, well-known manager and became kind of a I guess at one point a junior manager, I was representing some of the younger clients. And I really wanted to write. It was my goal. Uh, figured out for myself that I really wanted to write. And I wanted to, people said, you're funny. You should write comedy. You should really understand the craft of writing. And I had always written. And I also knew that screenwriting, TV writing, sitcom writing was a different animal. So I needed to educate myself. So I remember taking a couple different Initially, uh, some sitcom writing classes. One was with Danny Simon, Neil Simon's brother. I may be aging myself here, but near Simon, one of the most prolific playwrights of all time. His brother Danny was a writer. And he taught this uh, sitcom writing class, and I was fortunate enough to be able to, to, uh, to study with him and learn a great deal from him. And one of the things that I remember him talking about was that nothing moves forward without conflict. Nothing moves forward without conflict. So a sitcom, you basically have 22 minutes. That's The rest is commercials, right? 22 minutes to tell a story. So you've got to get in 
create a situation, a scenario, and a conflict. And then it's the process throughout the remaining minutes of how is this conflict resolved? Well, it's very similar to life. You would not want to watch somebody's life if there was nothing conflicted, if there wasn't one person saying one thing but meaning something else, if two people didn't disagree and they're trying to find a common ground. that That's how things move forward is conflict. The challenge is, is that the way people have described leadership and defined leadership in the past is not unusual to take a word like conflict and go, oh, I don't like conflict. I don't like conflict. And to avoid it at all cost. And that's challenging when it comes to being a leader because part of your role as a leader is to really understand the power of conflict, to really understand its intention and desire and what it leaves you open to and be able to then kind of make course corrections as needed to collaborate with other people and to come up with something big or something better. Now, what a lot of times people confuse even in the process of the definition in their mind of conflict and wanting to avoid at all cost and how short-sighted that is in their own growth and in the growth of others, there's this other thing that plays out called drama. And drama, in essence, is really the, the unhealthy the unhealthy reaction to healthy conflict. So instead of seeing the obstacle as the opportunity, we end up, in essence, giving the unresolved wound that's being played out, kind of the keys to the castle, as it kind of attempts to, I don't know, rewrite in many ways a perceived wrong and it's doing so from really from the mind of a younger energy within ourselves, a child perhaps that was that was deeply wounded, that was deeply hurt, and it's still kind of playing that victim role. And it's trying to course correct. It's trying to say, no, 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 I'm not going to let this happen again. I'm not going to do this. And the key is, is that the moment we actually get to, to really starve that old story and really take the oxygen out of it, we start to realize that it is healthy conflict, that it is there in an attempt for us to be able to seize a new reality, to seize the opportunity to have a deeper understanding of something perhaps that we were convinced was one thing and turns out now it's something else or something more or something better, something better. So people do the same thing. Oh, gosh, you know, this is – I don't like drama. You know, I, I just avoid drama at all costs. Well, drama is a good thing not to participate in, for sure. We always talk about that as a way to avoid that and how it's a slippery slope because someone's negative energy starts to spin into a story. Do you believe what he said? Do you believe what she said? Do you believe this happened to me? And then you kind of get go down this rabbit hole and you said, yeah, well, that's really interesting because two years ago, this is what happened to me. And now you're kind of comparing stories. And you're kind of off to the races. But I think it's important, really, really important to be able to separate drama from conflict. Separate what will take you down a rabbit hole and what will actually uplift you. So remember in the beginning I said nothing moves forward without conflict. You would not watch a TV show if it was just two talking heads talking about a game of baseball. Unless there was some disagreement or a different way of seeing it, and one person trying to convince the other, you it would hold your attention for four seconds at tops. At most. 
four seconds. So it's very important to not misinterpret, misunderstand, misrepresent the power that conflict plays in driving something forward. The idea that that two people, three people, a half a dozen people or more see something different. And instead of imposing one's will and attempting to be right from a leadership standpoint, go, okay, let's talk this through. Tell me how you see it. Tell me what your experience is. I want to learn from you. And now you have a bunch of people sitting around or just two people. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how large the conflict is. It's just understanding that it's crying out for a resolution, that something better is about to be birthed. And can you see it? And if you can't see it, can you go along for the ride and trust you'll discover it? So that's what conscious leadership invites you to do, to not have all the answers, to not know all the answers, to not always think that you have to be right. On the contrary, the only way we get to a better place is if we invite in new ideas. And often those new ideas or the prospect for something new and bold and exciting shows up because there's conflict, because someone else sees it differently. Someone else experiences differently. Now, I've watched people, really super talented people, short circuit and ultimately disable their true ability, innate ability to lead other people because they don't understand the power of conflict. And they immediately then have a reaction to it, which is becomes about the drama of their life. And, oh, I don't want to go down this role. And if they go down that role, like I said, there's some young energy inside of them, some little kid still crying victim, some little, little kid still trying to change the course of, 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 of reality to right the wrong that was never righted. And it was all through the perception of a young child. Well, that never works. It just doesn't work. And I've had people call me and they say, I, listen, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to cause problems here. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. I really don't. But so-and-so said this, and then so-and-so said that, and I'm not really sure exactly what happened. But if that's what happened, that's not okay. And, you know, but I don't want to rock the boat. Well, how are we going to know whether or not what you heard happened or what you think happened actually happened unless we engage with the other person or the other people that are involved in this yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to cause a problem. It's not a big deal. Well, then why did you call me? Do you think maybe this is the reason why your business has leveled off and has continued to level it off? Because this isn't the first time for multiple people that have contacted me over the years. It's the same story, just repeating itself. And for whatever reason, they're not ready to see the distinctions. And that's okay. But the goal is if we're going to lead at a higher level, if we're going to actually take yourself, take ourselves and take other people where we've never gone before, we're going to have to reframe the experience that somehow, regardless of the way you were raised, regardless of the challenges of your childhood, regardless of the challenges of your adolescence and your early 20s and who did what and who said what and who was never there for you, that you're ready to take ownership and you're ready to understand that if there's a conflict here, that means opposing points of views and experiences are being expressed 
And my role as a conscious leader is to be not just the observer, but also the researcher. Well, tell me why you see it that way. Tell me why you experience it this way. What's your take on it? What am I not hearing? What am I missing? I want to learn. And I'd also love to be able to share my ideas with you and my perspective with you and see if we can ultimately take your ideas and my ideas and then come up with this new thing that's even bigger and better. And imagining where that could then take us. But every time somebody says, oh, you know, I'm not looking for the conflict. I don't, I don't like the drama. As soon as they get all caught up in that web, the growth is stunted. The growth is stalled. The ability to move forward, to manifest something bigger and better than you've ever imagined is off the table. So here is the challenge. Here is the challenge. The challenge is when you next are confronted with something that may be disturbing, maybe somehow upsetting your peace, maybe somehow rocking the boat, that is in opposition to what you think, what you feel, what you want to see happen, that you pause, that you take a deep breath, and that you first investigate. Listen, if you're directly involved in something with someone, then all you need to do is perception check to make sure that you're understanding what it is that they're saying and they feel heard and they feel at least you know where they're coming from. But if you're working with hearsay and you're working with somebody say, well, so-and-so said, and then they said this, then it becomes your role to investigate, to find out the different sides to this unfolding And I say unfolding story. Don't jump the gun. Don't pick up the phone. Don't call somebody and say, I heard you said. No, that's not how this works. What we want to do is we want to understand what took place. We want to gather facts. We want to gather information. That's the first thing we do. We separate out that and we do what we can to make sure that what we're dealing with is the reality of the situation and not someone's drama coming to the surface. So here's the issue. Now you discover the issue. Now you have different people who experience that issue differently. Great. So that is where you become the researcher. That's where you start to ask questions. Well, why do you see it this way? Or what gave you the the understanding, and where does that come from, that allows you to experience it in such and such way. I'd love to also be able to share with you my thoughts and my opinions around it, if you're open to hearing them as well. And here's what I think. I think between the two of us, and maybe it's more, maybe it's between the three of us, maybe it's a much, even much larger group, that we can become up with something better, that we're actually being challenged now to sift through, to dis disassociate ourselves from anything that resembles drama and see this as healthy conflict, challenging us to create a bigger, bolder solution and opportunity, not just for ourselves, but for even more people. Can we all get on board with that? Now we're heading down a path of conscious leadership. Now we're heading down a path of creating something better than we had before. 
invite in conflict. Conflict is not intended. It's not intended. Healthy conflict is not intended for you to run for the hills. It's intended for you to say, you know what? Maybe there's a breakthrough opportunity here. Maybe there's a breakthrough moment waiting to happen. Maybe something that I haven't been willing to see before is present. Maybe, just maybe, if we step into the unknown together, we can figure out something bigger and we can figure out something better. My name is Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive.